when he did that slap, a lot of people were just like, well, Jada made him do it. Well, Jada made him do it. Well, Jada made him do it. And so quick to somehow blame the woman for the man's actions. And we're not even thinking around, like, how pervasive that is in our community. A man does something, and somehow it's the woman's fault. Hello to niggas and niggas only. This is your boy, Keese, and welcome back to another episode of This American Negro. This American Negro is a podcast where we aim to bridge academia and the hood by analyzing pop culture, politics, social commentary, interviewing other creators, whatever hell I feel like sometimes. But I hope that people leave this show and feel like that they gathered something or feel the need to challenge an idea or whatever it looks like. So I appreciate you coming back another week. I appreciate you rocking with me all over again. And... Honestly, I'm excited for this episode. I've been thinking about it for a long time, and so I'm just like, just put it out. <laughs> um, but before we get into all of that, please make sure that you know you can support This American Negro by going to patreon.com slash Marquise Davon. That is M-A-R-Q-U-I-S-E-D-A-V-O-N. You can go and pay as little as $2 a month, which is $24 a year, or whatever you feel like you're able to do. There's a lot of stuff going on, so if you have the opportunity to be able to support me in that way, I appreciate it. However, there are also non-monetary ways that you can donate and support me as well, and that's just by telling a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about the podcast, okay? Or you can like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can also subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure that you are commenting. Make sure that you're leaving rates and reviews Five stars. Okay, don't be a hater. We don't like that over here. Please don't. Um, But those are different ways to really help support podcasters. It helps us in the algorithm and make sure that we show up. And those are just really dope ways to keep engagement up for your favorite creators as well. So that's a small way to then help us out as your fellow podcasters. I always lead with the idea. I don't have anything right now extra to give on Patreon just with like all the things that are going on right now. Your boy don't got the capacity, nor do I got the team yet. However, within the new year, you should start seeing a lot more exclusive content, discounts on merch, and events as they come back within the new year. Your boy just got to find some balance in life again. So that is where I am at right now. But I appreciate you. And also, shout out to those that really responded to my episode last week. Those who gave me feedback, those who showed an immense amount of love. I appreciate every little piece of that. Just because, like, there are pieces where I get to be a little bit more personal in terms of my own balance and just being a creative who has a 7.45 to 4 o'clock job, dealing with humans all day, trying to do grad school, and still wanting to produce another show and do his own work as well. So I'm still finding that balance out. I appreciate your grace. I appreciate y'all in advance. But just know that exclusive Patreon comment is coming soon. So I appreciate anybody and anybody who can help and support whether monetarily or not. Okay. All right, now that all of that stuff is out of the way, this episode, we're really going to get into Will Smith. But 
before we get into Will Smith, make sure you check in with yourself. All right. Um, I do this series called Hey Black Man, and it's really just like more of like me talking to myself, but hopefully other people feel good or feel like they're getting some resources out of it as well. And I just kind of talk about little things that I do to maintain my own mental hygiene and also just my own wellness. And one of the things that have been coming around a lot more is holding myself accountable to the joy that I promised myself on my birthday. I know that was a mouthful, but essentially, what am I doing to sustain the joy that I had on that day? And how am I holding myself accountable to ensure that that thing happens? Life is going to life. Things are going to happen. But what is what are those things that make me happy? So making sure that I'm going out and intentionally investing in Marquise throughout this week, throughout some point of the day, whether that's me getting to read on the way to work or making sure I get to wreck Philly every single Monday. And knowing, like, accountability partners are there too, right? Like, all of this stuff is super important. So what are the things that you're doing to help sustain your own joy as you go through this? Cool? <laughs> now, Will Smith. No, nah, I don't want to say it like that. But you know Will Smith. Um, everybody knows him. At least I hope the audience that I have knows who he is. Okay? But just in case you don't know, he's an actor, comedian, rapper, overall really everybody's favorite black man, right? Um, well, up until recently, which we're going to get into. But before all of that, like, I really wanted to get into the role of what does it mean to be held accountable in a public space? Um, but also, what does it mean to do a public apology, too? I think we're in the space right now of just, like, what does it mean to maintain your brand in the era of cancel culture and having to be this tip-top perfect person all the time, right? And I think Will Smith's slap at the Oscars showed so much more of like how complicated this is as it relates to black people. And I say that because I'm somebody who practices restorative justice, um, restorative practices within the workplace with my students, all of that. So I'm really big on like acknowledging what harm was done, what do we need, how do we support, what does that look like for the individual and both parties when they're both ready to talk about this thing, and what is sensible at the time, right? There is this idea around restorative justice where it's just like, is this too permissive? Is this doing this thing? Is it actually, is it working? Or is there value in punity as well, right? I don't really believe that, but there are a lot of folks who are just like, no, punity still matters, and what does that actually look like? But to me, I'm just like, do we gotta be punitive versus like, what does it mean to be restorative? And when we're being restorative, restorative, how are we coming up with solutions that make sense, right? And so I front-loaded all with the idea of restorative justice and restorative practices because I think that plays a pivotal role in how we look at somebody like a Will Smith who slaps Chris Rock in a very public space in front of everybody to see, right? And I want to take it back because we also have to look at the fact that Will Smith is a brand, right? Will Smith is also a human being. But within that brand and within that human, he has crafted this perfect persona, right? And in the space of perfect, you know, because niggas, niggas gonna nigga at the end of the day, niggas gonna nig. But 
in that, it's like this idea of like, you know, Will Smith a little corny. He kind of, he a black for everybody, right? And so for him being somebody who's black for everybody, there is this space that he he has crafted this thing of like wanting to put joy out into the world. And as he puts this joy out into the world and making sure that he's accessible to everybody, I feel like that perfectly crafted persona caused himself to be dehumanized in a way too, right? Because we have to also acknowledge, and this is for those who have also read his book, is knowing that even in Will's life, he has always played the role of making everybody else around him happy. Because of his mom being in an abusive relationship, he knew as long as he made his parents laugh, that means at least one wasn't in pain. His mom wasn't in pain. She wasn't experiencing trauma, nor was he experiencing trauma. So it's so interesting when you even peel it back to that space of like, oh, Will is also ensuring that there is safety at all parts and everybody is living a full enough life to just laugh and be joyous, right? Because that's what he ends off in his apology, right? He, he is committed and deeply committed to ensuring that joy is happening around him no matter what. And it's interesting to me, and I know licensed psychologists, no therapists, no nothing. So, again, this is just Marquise thinking and just wondering, okay? <laughs> Nila, everybody know that. I do not have a certification in this. Um, but it makes me think around, like, this persona was crafted um, and he began to become, like, there's a brand and there's a human but at some point, these two things very much so merged for him. And as those things merged together, even his professional relationships seem like, let me make sure that these people around me are happy. Let me make sure that I don't cause any industry drama. Because when I think about somebody like him, he he's not in much. Like, young and dumb and dealing with what he dealt with with Janet Hubert, um, and how he immaturely handled that situation without even recognizing, like, yo, here's the intent versus the impact of what I'm doing. But also, sir, you was young, new to money, new to fame, new to celebrity, and you was a whole asshole because you thought you were the star. You were, but you also had trash main character syndrome, right? So we can acknowledge all of those things because at that point in time, he didn't know. And this isn't the first time we've seen Will Smith go and – apologize and acknowledge his wrongdoings in a relationship that he had um, with other people and how he comes off to other people. But I think in this moment, with it not being behind the scenes and something he couldn't control, at this point you can't control your narrative, right? He's sitting at the Oscars and Chris Rock, mind you, Chris Rock has been poking fun at the Smiths for years and years and years, and I'm going to come back to that. But at this point in time, he made a joke that was uncomfortable, and at least everybody says made Jada Pinkett Smith uncomfortable. And Will Smith explains in his apology video that Jada didn't tell him to do anything. It was in that moment that he thought something was wrong, so he felt the need to go up, make sure he defended, and then continued on for there. However, when harm is committed, we also have to think about, and remind you, we're thinking about this from a restorative practices lens, who all are affected due to your actions? So yes, there are those that are harmed and then those who are impacted by the harm that was done. And it was interesting because at this point, um, Will Smith had to then think around, Do I have to apologize to Chris Rock, I have to apologize to his mom and his best friend, 
but then also had to apologize to Jada because when he did that slap, a lot of people were just like, well, Jada made him do it. Well, Jada made him do it. Well, Jada made him do it. And so quick to somehow blame the woman for the man's actions. And we're not even thinking around like how pervasive that is in our community. A man does something and somehow it's the woman's fault, right? She must have done something to lead to this action because this man had no self-control in that moment, right? And to me, I'm just like, that is even a part of a larger conversation of acknowledging, like, even when you do this thing, those who are around you are unintentionally unintentionally impacted as well. And that is all part of, like, this practice of, like, yes, you have to apologize to every stakeholder that bear witness to it, right? And and to be honest, when I look at it, I'm like, oh, this is a very well-crafted apology. Like, you were able to acknowledge what was done. You are able to give space to the other person to let them know when you feel like receiving this, this is for you to receive. And also, when you do this kind of an apology, you can't sit there and sit in that for that long either. Like, how long was Will Smith expected to continue to feel bad, right? And I think about this because public accountability is for who, right? And holding myself accountable to people that I did the harm to and people I'm community with makes sense because there's a sense of shame because I'm in community with these people and I want to do better again. However, the other part of it is apologizing in a public space. So he did this in a video that went across his YouTube, that went across his Instagram um, in order to address like what has happened. And in that moment, my knee-jerk reaction, I said, I don't think he does it. He don't got to give everybody an apology. Like, who's this apology for? Because I really had to think around, like, how the community responded to him overall and all the comments that were made around, like, oh, Will Smith, this traumatized me, and what am I supposed to do, and the role of the comedian, and this, that, and a third, and ain't nothing sacred anymore. And to me, honestly, I looked at them, and I said, now y'all know y'all ain't shit. <laughs> okay, Wanda Sykes, ain't shit. Um, who's that white woman? Amy something, ain't shit. Whoever the, whoever this these people are, right, it's bothersome because I'm like, one, everybody holds Will Smith up in this high regard. Will Smith, I, I he has a pretty squeaky clean career in Hollywood, and that's hard to do, right? And in that squeaky cleanness or cleanliness, whatever, it was also another space of, like, is he not allowed to be human? When you craft a persona that is so picture perfect, you then do not allow space for people to see you and be like, oh, he just made a mistake, right? He just, he did something because he's human. We've all gotten to the point where we want to slap the shit out of somebody. We've all gotten to the point where we want to... um hit something, hit somebody, and we don't release our anger well, right? We don't deal with our emotions well. As somebody who looks at SEL and emotional intelligence and looking at masculinity and all of this stuff, I'm just like, bro, I'm still I'm still bound to fuck up at some point. So I never want to get to the point where I'm this person that y'all see and it goes to the point where, oh, well, if Marquise makes a mistake, then... I'm ready to tear him down, right? And I think that was the pile-on of social media because it's a lot of people that this didn't affect that are 
now weighing in and now feeling the need to pick a side and now feeling a need to interject an opinion that, frank, quite frankly, no one cares about. Will's not in community with you, so what does he actually owe you, right? But Will Smith has crafted this brand where he does owe the public something, and he feels like he owes the public something is the better way to phrase it. He feels as if the public needs to, mm, they need to know that he's a good guy. Again, he is so deeply committed to spreading joy and this personality and this persona that was created to ensure that um, people didn't hate him. People didn't see him as violent. Because in that moment when he did that to Chris Rock, I wonder if he felt as if he became his own father. Not necessarily hurting his wife, but hurting somebody and physically hurting somebody. And those are the things where I think about, like, as much as we want to say we are not our parents, we are not our parents, we are not our parents, I wonder if Will was also having that moment right then and there, right? Is he now thinking around, like, what has he become? And I now have to completely build back up this very picture-perfect joy, happy black man image all over again because he's worked so hard to get this thing done. And... So as I listen to the apology, and if we're to be on social media, I still want to extend grace because I said, if that, shoot, that's a very well-crafted res- response. That's a very well-crafted apology. I like that it had multiple camera angles, this, that, and the third, right? That is all there. The acknowledgments, acknowledgments were there, like we said earlier. But there's something around it that rubs me the wrong way, and I was trying to sit with it and just like, what is it about this video that is rubbing me the wrong way. And I think it's the fact that I'm receiving it as Will Smith is denying himself his own humanity in the same way that everybody else is for the sake of appeasing everybody else. And I wonder if that is his intent. I wonder if this is a trauma response. I wonder if this is him saving face and saving his brand. And... Is it multiple of those things all happening all at one time? So I want us to be a little bit more intentional, especially in the era of cancel culture, especially for those of us who have platforms. Um, and when it takes the, uh, the, the idea of accountability, who is it meant for? Um, who are you all entitled to apologize to, right? Um, especially if it's something between two people rather than, like, me versus a whole group. Because, honestly, Kanye got to apologize to everybody for that nonsense he'd been putting out, right? But for Will Smith, I'm just like, I I don't think so. Because Will Smith is a celebrity who has been bullied and bullied and bullied throughout his entire time in this celebrity space. So what does it look like for him to, you know what, don't, don't forget where I'm from, right? Don't forget who I am. This is still me, and I don't like to have to be this person, but I was pushed to be this person at this point in time, right? So I'm not saying it was the best way to handle the situation, but I am curious around the idea of what public apologies actually look like, public accountability looks like, and who was this actually intended for. Again, I don't believe that Will Smith owed any of you fuckers a, a, an apology. I'm very much so, like, All right, it happened.
can we move on? Niggas slap niggas all the time. If they figure it out, great. If you don't want to, awesome. But I don't know. And it's still one of those things that I'm like, I don't ever want my happiness to be dependent on those who are around me and may not fully understand why I may have done what I've done but are able to hold space, uh, love on me, and also know that, like, I'm not the sum of my worst parts, right? Um, so, yeah, I think as that relates to, like, a lot of us, though, and now just bringing it home, it makes me even think around our ideas around conflict resolution and do we have the capacity to do so, right? I'm thinking around the violence that we see in communities all the time. I'm thinking about um, the lack of community that we have all together, um, especially, and now I'm just speaking to black folks too, right? <laughs> But it's like, we hold each other to such a high standard because we're in community with each other, or at least we're in community with each other. But does it get to the point where we don't know how to engage in conflict resolution? Do we not know how to process what we're exactly feeling? And as we are processing what we're feeling, um, do we have enough time to be patient with a decision? with a consequence and know that it's gonna be okay, but everybody also can work on their own time, right? Those are the things I'm really more curious around because we can talk about it from like this big scope of like this pop culture moment that happened that everybody was talking about for months and months and months. But then it's also thinking around how we see this show up in our own spaces, in our own community and that's the space that I'm more deeply invested in. Like, this wrongdoing was done. How do you rectify it in a way that makes sense? How do you rectify it in a way that um, both people on either side feel a little bit better, um, but can also still be in community with each other as well? Like, yes, I did this messed up thing, and I hope you can forgive me for this when that time is for you and whatever that looks like for you. But also recognizing that I'm not going to... I. I can't sit here and halt my life for one thing that I did, right? Those are the things that I've been thinking around in terms of community, but also in terms of like how we engage in conflict resolution as people closer to the ground, as poor folks, because um, he had time to be able to put together something like that, right? He had a team that could put together an apology like that because there was still something that just felt very scripted and specific, right? So let me know your thoughts, because this is something, even to this day, I'm still processing, and I know it's a pretty split, polarizing kind of idea amongst our people. Um, but what are your ideas on Will Smith and the slap? What are your ideas on public apologies and public accountability? And how does that relate to our own folks? Please make sure to leave a comment in the comment section below. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to Talk to your friends about this, too. Talk to everybody, because I like when y'all do that, and it's pretty cool. Okay? Music to my ears. Um, other than that, this is your boy, Marquise Davon. Thank you for listening in on another episode of This American Negro. I thoroughly, 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 thoroughly hope that you enjoyed this, and just get to sit down with it. So, again, let me know your thoughts, and then we'll get back. I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Make sure to follow me on all spaces at Marquise Davon. That's M-A-R-Q-U-I-S-E-D-A-V-O-N. And just like that, peace.